Hey everybody, James Shepard here with another edition of the Merchant Sales Insight. This week, talking about selling small business owners on value over price. We're going to talk about how to generate interest, how to overcome objections, and how to close sales. So this edition is sponsored by Valor Paytech. And last month, we did an edition for Valor Paytech, and we were talking about the these two extremes that exist right now in the industry, where we have the standalone terminal that you know is not connected to any other omni-channel experience. Uh, you know, it's just a, a regular standalone terminal. It runs transactions at the terminal. That's it. Then the other extreme being full feature point of sale solutions, integrated payments, um, and things of this nature. And we talked about how our industry is kind of missing this entire middle of the market, meaning a lot of small business owners are very happy with their. Uh, you know, standalone terminal. It's not that they, you know, a lot of small business owners, you know, auto repair shops and stuff. I mean, a lot of them really don't want a, you know, full feature point of sale solution. Um, but what they do need oftentimes is some additional omni-channel features and the ability to leverage their payments data to help them to grow their business. So we talked about kind of the the idea behind that in last month's edition that we did for Valor. So definitely check that out. In this Merchant Sales Insight, I want to present a strategy for selling on value. So again, we talked last time about this idea of we need to be able to offer a certain kind of technology solution, which is filling this middle gap here between the you know simplified standalone terminal that's, that's really becoming out of date and you know these full feature point of sale systems. We want to be somewhere in the middle and being able to sell on, on this value. Um, in this edition, I want to talk about the actual strategies behind selling it. So, you know, we pay a lot of lip service in this industry to selling on value. But the truth is that selling on price is the dominant paradigm. This is also a leading contributor to attrition because frankly, if you sell a merchant on lower pricing alone, you leave yourself open to losing that merchant to another rep who comes along with a slightly lower price. On the other hand, if you can offer an omni-channel solution that's fully integrated with customer engagement tools like automated text messaging, you're going to raise the bar. If you can demonstrate that these tools drive significant revenue increases, competitors are going to be hard-pressed to convince those merchants to leave you. As Eric Bernstein, the chief operating officer at Valor Paytech, recently told me, we have ISOs and sales reps with merchants using our omni-channel solution set fully integrated with Engage My Customer tools like text marketing. These partners tell us that merchants are able to generate what amounts to a 13th month of revenue per year with these tools. Uh, and so again, this idea of leveraging tools that are simple to use, you know, easy to use, but that are going to increase revenue and growth for that business owner. In this edition of the Merchant Sales Insight, I'm presenting a three-step process for selling on value. Step number one, generate interest. Step number two, overcoming objections. And step number three is closing the sale. Let's examine each of these one by one. First of all, generating interest. It's important to understand that every business is unique, even within the same vertical. A merchant sales professional does themselves and their merchants a disservice when they assume Otherwise, by taking a consultative approach to selling merchant services, you can understand and play to these differences by offering a solution that truly addresses each merchant's unique requirements. The first step to generating interest is asking the right questions to identify pain points and needs. 
Here are a few questions that can get you started. How are you processing payments right now? Are you just using a standalone terminal or are there other places that you're accepting payments either online or with a mobile device? Have you ever considered online ordering, mobile swipe or e-invoicing? Is there any functionality in particular that you don't have now that you wish you had access to? By asking merchants these and other questions, we're going to uncover the pain points and the needs that they have around payment processing. Now, once you've identified a need, the next step in generating interest is to explain a specific feature that you believe is a good fit. So we're asking a question, we're identifying a need, now we're explaining a specific feature. For example, maybe it's mobile card acceptance for merchants with on-the-go sales. Maybe it's virtual terminal where they want to be able to key sales in on their laptop or desktop device. Maybe it's e-invoicing where they need to be able to email an invoice to their clients to pay online. Uh, maybe it's text to pay. The final step, once we have explained a feature where they, it seems to be a, a good fit for the particular pain point, the final step to generating interest is to confirm value to the merchant. So you might ask, if I could offer a service that allowed you to collect email addresses or mobile numbers at checkout and automate direct marketing to individual customers, do you believe this would increase your revenue? Another question. If you had a mobile payment device with you at your events, do you believe you would collect more payments and provide a better customer experience? Number three, if you got instant feedback from your customers about their order and experience and you were able to respond to that feedback, would this be valuable to you? So you get the idea, and of course, you can apply this concept to a myriad of different, um, you know, whether it's a point of sale system you're selling, whatever form of value you're selling on, um, you know, you can apply this concept, but you're asking questions about maybe if you're selling a, a point of sale system that's doing, um, you know, your inventory tracking, for instance, you could say, you know, how do you currently track inventory? And they might say, well, I, I walk around with a legal pad and a notebook and I write things down. Say, okay, well, you know, if we had a, a system set up that it would automatically um, provide you the information you need to reorder the inventory that was sold in the previous week or month, is that something that you would consider valuable? Um, and so again, we want to confirm that value, right? So again, there's this three-step process of generating interest. We're asking questions to identify pain points and needs. We're talking about one specific feature for that one specific need or pain point that we identified. Then we're confirming that the merchant would find that solution valuable. One of the reasons I asked Valor Paytech to sponsor this Merchant Sales Insight is because Valor has an omni-channel solution that integrates seamlessly with customer engagement tools and also supports cash discounting. So again, um, there are a lot of great companies out there that will allow you to sell on value, but I think where we're at in the industry right now is we're all very aware of the standalone terminal option. We're all very aware of the full feature point of sale options that exist, and there's many of them that are great. But again, what about these merchants in the middle? They're like, well, I don't really want you to install a rocket ship in my, uh, you know, in my business. I don't want to learn how to use this thing. I like my standalone terminal just fine for the counter. All I need to be able to do is when somebody calls in over the phone, I need to be able to take a payment on my laptop. Or when I get a big order, I need to be able to email or text them an invoice, right? Um, and of course, the other thing is they want to be able to leverage their, their customer data at the point of sale, right? So... Um, using Valor Paytech's Engage My Customer Tools, merchants can identify customers based on customizable filters like number of visits, shopping patterns, and then they can send special offers to encourage repeat visits. They can easily add promotional messages and images to receipts, 
and they can get fee- instant feedback from customers through an easy-to-use rating system incorporated into the electronic receipts. Um, this is a feature set that can make a merchant take notice because it's easy to use and it's a surefire way to boost revenues. Now, we have this three-step process, right? So again, we're talking about generating interest here. Um, just for generating interest, we want to ask questions to identify needs and pain points. We want to talk about a specific feature that could solve or help there. We want to confirm it would add value. Then all we're going to do is just repeat this three-step process of questioning identify needs, explaining features, confirming value. And then once they've confirmed that your solution would be valuable, well, now you're ready to move forward. So we, you know, we might want to confirm value on two or three different uh, feature sets, right? Um, before we would move forward and that we can just kind of continue that. Now we all know what comes next though. Uh, once we confirm value and we're starting to move forward in the process, of course, we're going to get objections. And so we're going to cover that next. I do want to talk about one side note here. I realize for many of you listening, you're thinking to yourself, James, you know, I'm not going to do this. I sell cash discounting. I sell surcharging. Um, I'm not going to do this. I am going to just keep selling, um, you know, uh, using that as my value proposition. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you're selling cash discounting, you know, you're likely leading off with some version of I can eliminate your processing fees. That's great. But don't stop there. Many of your competitors can do the same thing. If you want to build a solid cash discounting portfolio that will stand the test of time, use the three-step value sales process that we just discussed after you grab their attention with cash discounting or maybe even after you make the sale and do the installation. Even though you got a yes, doesn't mean you got a lifelong client. You need to protect yourself from attrition by discussing what your solution can do for the merchant above and beyond just eliminating their processing fees. All right, here we go. So we talked about generating interest. Now we're moving on to overcoming objections. The best way to overcome objections is to confirm the value the merchant can expect from the features and functionalities identified in the first step. Then as they raise objections, bring the conversation back around to those features and functionality you're offering that they've identified as valuable. For example, when a merchant says they don't want to deal with the hassle of switching Uh, you know, you might say something like, I totally understand where you're coming from, Bob, but can your current provider support mobile integration or e-invoicing? This is something that I know you find valuable, right? Because they already said that they find it valuable. Or, um, you know, I understand that, Susan, but can they support automated text marketing? Right. And so whatever your value proposition is, once you've got them to confirm this value, well, now when they don't want to switch, it's as easy as bringing up this value that they've already confirmed. Okay. Um, Cash discounting often brings up its own set of objections. The most obvious is a potential customer backlash. And this is something merchants are concerned about often far above the reality of what's actually going to happen. Um, You know, cash discounting is nothing new. ISOs and agents have been selling it for several years now, certainly long enough for there to be a consensus opinion that most customers paying with cards don't object to paying a little bit more to use those cards. There has been a groundswell of consumer support for small businesses, particularly since the onset of the pandemic. Uh, I recall during the height of the pandemic, I discovered a favorite pizza parlor was struggling to keep its doors open and delivery drivers delivering. So, It adopted a minimum order policy for deliveries. I was more than happy to meet the minimum, often ordering more than my family was going to eat. And talking with neighbors, I realized I wasn't alone in this. Now that the COVID restrictions that kept away dine-in customers for nearly two years have been dropped, that pizza parlor is once again a bustling place. 
Consumers want to help small businesses stay in business, and the majority of consumers are willing to pay a little bit more to help them stay in business. Fortunately, or unfortunately, depending on how you view it, consumers are more aware than ever that it costs merchants money to accept card payments. This makes them more agreeable to paying a little more for the convenience of using their card. For those customers who are not agreeable, or for whatever reason, the merchant decides the merchant should be able to simply waive fees tied to cash discounting. Our sponsor, Valor Paytech, makes this process really simple with devices and software that support a simple waive the fee button or even a dual mid setup. With the simple click of a button on a terminal or in an app, the merchant can designate that a particular transaction be processed under a traditional pricing model, such as Interchange Plus, um, or as cash discounting, depending on you know whether or not they're going to charge the fee. So support for multiple mids also holds appeal for larger merchants that want to accommodate special customers or not. So there may be a case where they want to uh, you know, not add the non-cash adjustment to larger transactions, things of that nature. So we've talked about overcoming objections. Uh, and again, I've got much more detailed training on this. I just kind of wanted to get an overview in, within the context of selling on value. You know, if you're really selling on value, overcoming objections is really a function of, of you know, confirming that value before the objections come up. I've closed, or let's talk about closing sales. Let's start with that. So closing sales here. So I've closed hundreds of merchants in my career. I've trained thousands of merchant sales reps on selling and closing deals. And what I've learned and what I teach is that regardless of the particulars of a sales strategy, a closing tactic is only as good as the value that was created before the close. That's why it is so important to inquire about and understand each merchant's unique needs from the get-go. Only with that intelligence can you offer a solution set that responds to merchants' needs, a solution set that delivers real, tangible value to the merchant. Never allow the merchant to lose sight of this additional value you're offering to bring to the relationship in the form of omni-channel, cash discounting, customer engagement, or any combination of these. And then closing should follow naturally. If you're following the strategy, you can be assumptive. Once all the merchant's objections and questions have been answered and they understand how the solution set will deliver real value, move directly into the close. Consider saying something like this. Well, Mr. Merchant, I'm glad I can help you with a new solution that supports e-invoicing, text-to-pay, and cash discounting. I'm glad you see that these features are going to have a real impact on your bottom line. Now, let me explain how this all works and the timeline. First, I'm going to take some notes. Then I'll get the ball rolling with my company and schedule a time to install, test, and train you and your staff on the technology. Then I'll follow up with you in 30 days uh, just to make sure everything is working well. So if it's okay with you, I'm going to take some notes about your business to make sure I have everything right. While you're doing this, pull up the merchant application on your PC or tablet, if you haven't already, and start asking questions that correlate with the application, like, what is the spelling of your last name? Conclusion. Closing a sale is the reward that comes from a well-executed sales process. But in an industry with high attrition rates like merchant services, just closing sales is not enough. You should want to close sales that result in sticky relationships and low attrition rates. This only happens when you are selling on value. Our sponsor, Valor Paytech, is processor agnostic. They offer omni-channel 
uh, gateway solutions, terminal solutions. They were built to help ISOs and agents acquire and retain more clients. Its cash discounting solution can be coupled with its countertop, mobile, and virtual terminals to create a true omni-channel solution that actually helps merchants make more sales. Differentiated features include unique merchant portals, real-time monitoring of transactions, easy-to-understand customer analytics, and easy-to-use customer engagement tools. Merchants are always updated and secure. Customer and transaction data is safely stored in and accessible via the cloud, and merchants enjoy all the benefits offered by increased customer engagement. Uh, one other feature I thought was pretty cool, I was talking to Eric as we were making this draft, and um, they've come up with uh, Valor Shield, and we've never talked about it before. And just going to give you a real quick paragraph because this is not going to apply to everybody listening. But, um, you know, to further streamline the sales process and to help merchants that, you know, want to get up and running quickly, Valor has introduced Valor Shield. This feature can be used by ISOs and their underwriting departments to restrict certain types or volumes of transactions above a certain threshold. Some wholesale ISOs use this feature to conditionally approve a merchant instantly while allowing uh, only allowing them to process a limited number or amount of transactions uh, while they complete a more in-depth underwriting process. So, you know, the idea here is a lot of you that are, you know, running ISOs and things like that, thinking about think about Valor Shield as a way to kind of put limits uh, like directly within the terminal and the software to say no matter, you know, what device they're using, whether it's their virtual terminal or their or their point of sale device, uh, their terminal, their smart terminal, you can say they can only process, you know, $3,000 and, you know, uh, in, in total volume. Um, and when you do things like that, you, it allows the underwriting department to instantly approve the merchant in a lot of cases and say, hey, we'll go ahead and instantly approve the merchant, but we're only going to let them process, you know, $2,000 or something while they do a more in-depth underwriting process over the next day or two. Then they, once they finish that process, they're like, okay, yeah, this merchant's definitely good. Then they go in and open that limit up even higher. Um, and so that's something that, uh, you know, has been very popular. So, um, that's all I'm going to tell you right now. Of course, if you want to learn more about our sponsor, Valor Paytech, just head over to ccsalespro.com slash Valor, V-A-L-O-R, ccsalespro.com slash Valor, V-A-L-O-R. My name is James Shepard. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to this week's edition of the Merchant Sales Insight.